0: Hi, Sarah West here with The CAR Project. This week we are diving into my all time favorite parable, the prodigal son, found in Luke chapter 15. Now, this is one of Jesus' more well known parables, and perhaps you're familiar with it. As was I, I grew up listening to this parable, but it wasn't until a few years ago that someone helped bring this parable to life and helped me really understand the heart and essence of what jesus was trying to communicate and that's exactly what we're hoping to do uh, with you over the next two weeks so this is a story of a father and two sons and there is a powerful lesson to be learned through each one of these characters. So we decided to divide this parable into two weeks. This first week, we're gonna focus on the younger son, the prodigal son, and next week, in part two, we're going to focus on the older brother. So make sure you come back for that. But as we look at this prodigal son this week, this story in particular is a beautiful illustration of God's heart for the lost. And we see this actually is all the way back in, in Luke chapter 15, verse 1, as we consider who was Jesus talking to? Who was he telling this parable to? And in Luke 15, 1, it reveals that Jesus was talking to tax collectors and sinners. Now, sinners were viewed unclean. They were avoided because they were viewed unclean. And the um, tax collectors were avoided because they were despised and viewed as traitors. And we'll get into all of that in our study. So here we have these outcasts and Jesus is speaking to them. And it's, it's not as if Jesus had them cornered or trapped just to get them to listen. We find in this verse that they're drawn to Jesus and they're gathering near to Jesus. And it makes me naturally ask why? Well, the answer to that is actually found in the story of uh, the, the younger brother, the prodigal son, whom is someone that these sinners and tax collectors really would have been able to relate to. So you're probably, or perhaps you're familiar with the story, you have this younger brother and he goes to his father and he asks for his inheritance early. This was unthinkable. Um, It was very, very dishonoring, and you'll find out why in, in the study. But the father gives it to him, and he goes off to a foreign land. He wastes it all in reckless living. And when a famine strikes, he's spent all of his money. He's left destitute. He has nothing and no one to help him. He's starving. And when he's finally hit rock bottom, he remembers the goodness of his father, and he returns home. Now, in this parable, the father is an illustration of God. And so what is absolutely stunning to see is the father's response to his younger son coming home. Would he give him justice or the discipline that he rightfully deserved, or or would he welcome him home and give him mercy? Well, we find that, that, that the father welcomes him and he shows him mercy and he restores him into the family, and that's one of the first things that, uh, that I really love and that stands out to me is that God is a God of restoration, and we beautifully see that in this parable. Um, the second thing that really stood out to me is maybe something that we wouldn't necessarily go to first uh, if we were to be asked, hey, what is God all about? What's God's character and his nature? You know, some of us might say, well, God is a God of restoration. He's a God of reconciliation, and he absolutely is. And this parable beautifully illustrates that. But how many of us would say that God is a God of celebration? You see, this parable is actually the third parable in Luke chapter 15. All three parables tell one story. They all highlight the heart that God has for the lost. The first one um, is a story of a, uh, a lost sheep. That is found and then we have a lost coin that is found and then we have the lost son and at the end when each one of these lost items is found there's a huge joyous celebration and that's it's a beautiful beautiful illustration of God's heart um, uh, for and his joy particularly when a repentant sinner comes home when a lost sinner repents God celebrates. There's a celebration in in heaven of epic proportions. And it's just absolutely phenomenal to to see. So those are a couple of my favorite things that I found in this parable here that that God is a God of restoration and that he is a God of celebration. And you're going to want to join us as we unpack all of this in this study. Um, I hope you'll also join us next week as we discover how this whole story is leading up to the response of the older brother. All right, thanks, everyone. Have a great week.